food bloggers. Hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. This is the place for food bloggers to get information and inspiration to accelerate your blog's growth and ultimately help you to achieve your freedom, whether that's financial, personal, or professional. I'm Megan Porta, and I've been a food blogger for over 12 years. I understand how isolating food blogging can be at times. I'm on a mission to motivate, inspire, and most importantly, let each and every food blogger, including you, know that you are heard and supported. For those of you who have taken that leap into becoming a full-time blogger, you know there are hurdles involved, hurdles such as your mindset, getting over fears, things like lining up your business details, making sure you have an LLC, making sure your bank account is separate from your personal account, and so much more. There really is a lot that goes into it, and I think the biggest thing, or one of the biggest things, is the fear piece and just getting past the fear and to the point where you take the leap. Kayla Burton from Broken Oven Baking joins me in this episode to talk about her experience taking the leap into full-time blogging. And she gives us some tips about ways to make it a little bit easier, things you need to think through and that sort of thing. Enjoy the episode. It is number 449, sponsored by Rank IQ. Hey, awesome food bloggers. Before we dig into this episode, I have a really quick favor to ask you. Go to your favorite podcast player, go to eBlog Talk, scroll down to the bottom where you see the ratings and review section. Leave eBlog Talk a five-star rating if you love this podcast and leave a great review. This will only benefit this podcast. It adds value. And I so very much appreciate your efforts with this. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, now on to the episode. Kayla founded the baking blog Broken Oven Baking Company in May 2020 after a few months of sharing baked treats on Instagram. She didn't know much about blogging when she started, but she got eager to dive in and learn as much and as fast as she could. At the end of April 2021, she left a corporate job to pursue blogging full-time. One year later, Kayla was excited to be accepted into Mediavine. Today, you'll find Kayla coaching other food bloggers to help them achieve their business goals. Hello, Kayla. How are you today? Thanks for joining me. I'm great. How are you? I'm good, too. Super excited to chat about becoming a full-time blogger and all that goes into that. But first, before we get to that, do you have a fun fact to share with us? Yeah, I do. So um, my fun fact is that despite being completely terrified of the ocean, I got scuba certified in the Great Barrier Reef while I was studying abroad a few years back. Okay, so how did you get past the fear and actually do something again that goes against the fear? <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of just forced myself to do it because I was like, this is kind of a once in a lifetime chance. And I knew that I was going to be studying abroad in Sydney. And, you know, the Great Barrier Reef is, you know, it's struggling a little bit. So I wanted to be able to see it. And this was the perfect opportunity. And so I took some like, scuba classes before I went to Australia. And then I completed the open water dives while I was there. I traveled up to the Great Barrier Reef to do that. And it was, it was pretty terrifying. Like when I had to do some of the test open water dives, there was one where we had to go to the ocean floor. I think it was about 12 meters down and we just all kneeled there in a circle and we had to do a test where we take our masks off <gasps> and then put it back on and then oh we had to like blow the water out of the mask and when my turn came around I just like panicked when I took my mask off because 
like your nose is separated from your mouth. So it kind of feels like you can't breathe, even though you have something in your mouth letting you breathe. And so I almost shot out of the water, which is a huge no-no for scuba diving. And my instructor held me down and he waited for me to calm down and put my mask on. And um, it just, it went really well from there. Like that helped me kind of get over it. Just having him hold me down there and like, just take some time to like calm down. Wow. There's like a deep story there, like kind of with any fear we have, if we just like sit with it and just let it pass, then Mm -hmm. that's kind of where the magic happens. So cool. I'm so happy that you overcame that and just pushed through it and did it, even though you were afraid of it. That's (laughs) the coolest story ever. And I'm sure it was beautiful and something you'll never forget. Yeah, definitely. And I had one of those underwater cameras, so I got to document it a little bit. That's amazing. So have you been scuba diving since? No, that's actually the only time I've gone and I'm still like afraid to go again, but I would definitely do it. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. I love it. Such a great way to start our conversation. Do the things that are scary people, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, we can be held back so much in life by not doing those things. So thank you, Kayla. (laughs) Yeah. For the message. Okay. You are going to talk about becoming a full time blogger and everything that's involved in that. And you're also going to give us some encouragement and ways to get through that. We would love to know just a little bit about your blog first. Can you give us an overview of just a brief history when it started, what it's about, all of that? Yeah. So my blog is Broken Oven Baking Company. And I started it back in 2020 when I was working as a clinical research coordinator at a university. And so I was working with GI cancer patients for clinical trials, and that was really tough on my mental health. So I felt like I needed kind of a way to decompress from work and like outside of work. And so I started baking more as a hobby because I always enjoyed that growing up with my grandma. And so, yeah, it just... I started baking more and sharing them on Instagram and that kind of grew. And I started meeting food bloggers and the community was just so great that I was like, okay, this could actually be a career. And so I decided to start a blog. And so now I share like brunch and dessert recipes on there. At what point, because I know you got into an ad network pretty quickly, correct? Yeah, I applied for Mediavine in May 2022, and they accepted me. Nice. That's awesome. So you are currently doing this full-time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually quit my full-time job in April of 2021. So before I had the blog monetized, I had signed on to a couple of like brand partnerships. And so I knew that like, if I could get those couple of partnerships, then if I was doing the blog and everything full time, then just like imagine how much further I could get like faster if I was dedicating all of my time to that. Yeah, absolutely. So you took a leap of faith big time, which I love when people do that. They just have this knowing that it's going to work out. And do you feel like the brand partnerships gave you the confidence to take the leap? Yeah, I think just knowing that, you know, companies were willing to pay me for what I was doing, like recipe development and photography and all of that stuff. I knew that I could make a living from it. And if I could get just a couple of brands to work with me, then I could get even more and, you know, just keep growing and building up that income. 
Yeah. And your boyfriend, Chris, who has also been on eBlog Talk, he's a photographer, yes? Yeah, he was start he started his product photography company about a year or so before I started doing the blogging. And so having him like like I was front row for his like entrepreneurial journey. And so seeing him be able to do that was like also like very helpful just knowing that it was possible because I like my dad is an entrepreneur and growing up I saw how stressful his life was and I'd never wanted that so I like went to college and was gonna just get a job and you know follow the normal route that there is and like around here and then I kind of realized like you should make your own normal and like the way Chris was doing his entrepreneurial stuff was it was very researched and thought out and systemized and he just made it look so easy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not easy, but right. <laughs> it was very encouraging. And and he also like supported me a lot and helped out. So it was great just having him like believe in me and help me with that. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. And it is, I mean, it is, as we all know, everyone listening can relate to it being a lot of work and it's a lot of energy and blood, sweat and tears and everything else, but it doesn't have to be hard. I think for a period when, as you get going, there's a lot involved, but it's kind of mm-hmm. what you make it, right? Like if you yeah. want it to be a stressful job that takes over your life, then it can be that, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So did Chris, um, his support with the photography, did that also give you confidence to move forward and make this a full-time thing? Uh, yeah. So he, actually when I started my Instagram, he was taking my photos for me, but I didn't really love his style. And so he helped me learn how to take the photos on, on my own. And then I took over and I really enjoy the photography part now. But yeah, yeah he was a huge help. That's awesome. So For someone listening who is thinking about taking the leap, do you have some tips, words of encouragement for them as far as just doing it? Yeah, I think, well, for me at least, what what I did was I had saved up some money just so that I had some cushion for expenses as I got started. And also just having, you know, one person to believe in you, even like if it's yourself or a significant other, a friend, anyone, um, that's really helpful. And then also just like creating proof that you can make it work. So like I said, I had a couple of brands sign on with me. And so I knew that this was something that I could do. You know, I'm also very privileged where I don't have like a family that I need to support financially right now. And, you know, the worst case scenario is I would, you know, go back to work or, go move in with like my boyfriend's parents who would absolutely love that, you know? So (laughs) I guess my advice would be, you know, create some systems and proof that you know that you can make it work. It doesn't have to be perfect at first, but just knowing that it's possible and then saving up whatever you can to have some cushion and just going in with the right mindset of like, what is the worst case scenario? Can I make this work? Who do I have that can help support me and encourage me? And so things yeah. like that. I love the worst case scenario model. Like just anytime I'm stuck on something thinking, 
I am too afraid to do something or it's just too daunting or scary, I always go to that. Like, okay, what's the worst that can happen? And if that mm-hmm. happens, I'm still going to be alive. I'm still going to have people who love, you know, like yeah, that's exactly. not that bad. So if you do that and assume that it's going to be better than the worst case scenario always. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good strategy to just, yeah, like your your boyfriend's parents would love you to move in, you said. So <laughs> that's actually really not that bad. They'd probably feed you. and <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good strategy. Okay, so for some of those basic things, like you know, your business, like if someone hasn't thought through like good web hosting or LLCs or like what what are some of those tangible things we can do with our business to kind of prepare for this for going full time? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I was getting started, before I even quit my full time job, I had established my LLC and that was I did that a few months before I started working with brands just because I wanted my own business bank account and identity to put that business money into. So I think keeping your personal and business finances separate and even like your legal identities separate is a really great idea for getting started. And then for hosts and themes, I always recommend the Feast plugin which it's just really great for user experience on your end and your readers' ends. And then for host, I recommend Big Scoots. Their customer service is just amazing. They respond within minutes and they'll even help me with things that aren't host related. Yeah. So they're just really great. So those are like the main things that I would say to get started are like, yeah, those are what helped me a lot because I started off with some random theme and a really poor host. And I regretted that, you know, months later when I had lost some months of content from my, my host site going down. Oh, and gosh. yeah, having to transfer everything over f- to Feast from a different one. Like I was able to do it on my own because their video tutorials and everything were really helpful. And I have sort of like I'm, I'm a little better with technical stuff because of my background and they made it very simple. Yeah, they do. And unfortunately, a lot of us have to learn (laughs) that the hard way. Yeah. I did too. You probably heard me talk about it. I have some pretty traumatic stories of staying up all night on the phone with this customer service team that was so unhelpful. Like I think one time I accounted 17 different people that I had talked to and they mm-hmm. were all telling me different things. And I was like, yep. how can this be? Some, this is crazy. And I stayed up all night. I couldn't <laughs> sleep. My sight was down for almost two days. This happened twice before I that learned, by the similar. way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> stressful because you're like, this is. is my livelihood. This I work so hard for this and like these people were understanding and it's mm-hmm. so hard to explain until you go through it. So take Kayla's and my advice. And if you <laughs> are on a host other than Big Scoots, I know there are some other good ones. I, I just don't know what they are, but Big mm-hmm. Scoots is the best. Like they're, yeah, they're so great. I love them so much. <laughs> so it is a little bit more money, but it's so worthwhile for peace of Definitely. mind. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah, just talking about those times makes me a little bit anxious. <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it can be very stressful. And then Feast obviously is great. They provide such an awesome theme. And I think that's really good advice. And then you mentioned also the like bank account. So if you are thinking about going full-time, just separating personal from business. And I think a lot of us, when we get started, we just kind of 
let the two bleed together because it's just easier. Mm-hmm. But getting them separated, doesn't that make you feel more like, okay, this is a serious business. My finances are over here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And then LLC too, thinking through, do you have an LLC? It's really easy to do, really affordable. I think you can get it in just a few minutes now. Like, Oh, really? I think I, it's really quick. I use, I think it's called Zen Business. They helped me set it up in Illinois. Nice. It was very easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you Google just LLC in and then insert your state, you can, there, there are helpful resources there. So Yeah. Hey, food bloggers. Are you ready to receive specialized learning about how to use GSC, GA4, and Pinterest analytics and to have a solid strategy for Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok? Also, to gain knowledge about post structure, blog design, email strategies, digital products, and sales pages, let's not forget about making lifelong friendships and connections leading to collaborations and partnerships, as well as attaining SEO knowledge, accelerated blog growth, revenue and traffic growth, increased competence, clarity, focus, and so much more. As you know, there is no college degree in food blogging. The eBlog Talk Mastermind will provide you with all the things I mentioned and more. Get answers to your questions within hours and sometimes minutes instead of making mistakes for years and having to do massive cleanup retroactively. Get on the wait list for the 2024 eBlog Talk Mastermind now to take advantage of the offers before we lean into the new pricing. Go to eblogtalk.com forward slash mastermind to find the link. Here's what a few past and current members are saying. Brittany and Terrence, food bloggers at Plant Power Couple said, if you feel isolated and struggle with believing in yourself, joining the group is the biggest thing that can change your mindset. Barbara, food blogger at Butter and Baggage says, since joining the eblog talk mastermind, I've developed confidence in myself and what I can accomplish. It is the best investment I could have made. And Carrie, food blogger at Talking Meals, said, The price tag is minimal compared to what you get back from the group. The motivation and support are invaluable. Head to eblogtalk.com forward slash mastermind. Join the waitlist while the offers are hot. We invite you to be part of the magic with us. Okay, what else do people need to think through when going full-time? You mentioned mindset a little bit earlier. Anything with mindset? I feel like that is probably the key piece, just the fear. And I love that you started your story with a fun fact about fear because going full time is really scary, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Cause you're going from like a consistent paycheck to like, it's kind of all over the place at first, at least for me, yeah. it was. So that was like a huge change in mindset. Just thinking, cause I guess in the beginning, your partnerships and like where your money's coming from, it might not be consistent. Cause like, for example, my partnerships will be a different like net 30, some are net 65, like you never know. So when you sign on to that partnership, you're going to be getting the income like a month or so down the road uh, rather yeah. than when you sign on. So that's just a very different thing to get used to yeah. rather than having the consistent, like every other week you get this amount or every month you get this amount, you know, mm-hmm. it's all over the place or it can be. So mm-hmm. expectations going in, it's like you have to have that expectation that things are going to be somewhat inconsistent at mm-hmm. first. I think that's the first mindset piece to get get a handle on is just expect that because if you yeah. s- expect the consistency and then 
it doesn't show up that way, you're going to be disappointed and frustrated and all of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a great way to like prepare because you don't want to be like spending a bunch of money that when you don't have that coming in or like before you have it coming in, you know? Yeah. And you do partnerships, sponsored work, and there are other ways to supplement while you're waiting to get ads, right? So you could do like freelance work for other bloggers. I mean, you, there are so many ways you can make money as a food blogger. So maybe thinking outside of ads a little bit while you're going through this process, just for peace of mind, like what you did, Kayla, with you know the sponsorships gave you, they, that gave you the confidence to move forward. So finding a few things, what do you think about that? Like if people dabble a little bit in things kind of outside the blog while they're yeah, going definitely. through this. Yeah. Yeah. I think just finding like what your skill set is and then just keep trying to prove it, but figure out like, what do you enjoy doing? So do you enjoy taking photos, developing recipes, doing videos, like just finding where your strengths are and trying to, well, find brands or companies or bloggers that could benefit from those skills and just kind of putting yourself out there and trying to gain more experience and improve your skill set over time. And then that also helps you build confidence because, you know, at first you're not really sure what you're doing, but the more you do it, the more proof you have that you can do it. And that really helps build your confidence. Yes. So true. Such great advice. And then as far as your content creation, when you made the decision to go full-time, did you increase your content creation? Did you do more? Is there anything you kind of bulked up in preparation for it? I would say when I started out, honestly, I was all over the place because when I went full time, I had it was right after I had transitioned to Feast and Big Scoots. And so I was kind of still getting things figured out. But eventually, like a few months down the road, I was consistently posting like two recipes a week, two new recipes a week on my blog. And I had hired on a a few different contractors to help me out with things so that I could create better systems in place. So I had hired on initially, I actually, when I first even like when I first started my blog, I knew how important Pinterest was, but I had personally never used Pinterest myself. So I found a contractor on Upwork to manage my Pinterest account and I've been working with her ever since. So that was something that I had gotten helped with. And then Months down the road, when I was starting to build up better systems for my blog, I had hired on a photo editor to help just with the photo editing. And she had actually been working with Chris on his product photos. And so that was kind of an easy hire because I knew that she did a really great job and was reliable. And then I also had a lady reach out to me on Instagram, who was also from Chicago and she asked if I needed help with recipe testing or anything like that. And I asked if she was interested in helping me write blog posts. And so I've been working with her on that ever since that as ever since then as well. Oh, that's awesome. Finding those good people who fit in well, not just with your business, but with your personality and your values is so huge. 
mm-hmm. and finding success, right? And when you find those people, hold on to them and don't let go of them. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's really important to well, find people that will help you because, you know, no one can do this mm-hmm. alone, like forever, at least. Like in the beginning, obviously, you're kind of getting started and you're wearing all the hats, but eventually you can hand those off to other people that can help. And I think it's really important to build a relationship with that person and, you know, treat them well and make sure that like you kind of build trust in each other to work together long term. Yes, love it. And then speaking of relationships, how important do you think peer-to-peer relationships are in this space when it comes to taking the leap as a full-time blogger? I think it's really important because food blogging kind of, it feels like you're alone, at least in the beginning, because you don't really know many people or everyone's at different stages. And, you know, you're, you're meeting these people on usually Instagram or social media, and you're seeing all the highlight reels, and there's a lot of comparison And so I think just like reaching out and communicating, like building relationships with people is important because like you don't know what they're going through or what it took them to get where they are. And so I think we can all learn a lot from each other if we just, you know, reach out and talk about it. Yes. I, this is one of my messages that I say all the time. It's so important to find those people, whether it's just starting on a Facebook group or coming to the eBlog Talk forum or going to a conference or Mm -hmm. a retreat or even hosting a retreat yourself. I know food bloggers who do that, but those relationships will get you through so much, especially as you're taking a scary leap into something like going full-time. So where do you recommend people go for that? If somebody's listening and they just, they don't feel that connection with anyone and they don't really know where to start with it. I would say you could come to me. (laughs) I'm I'm always happy to talk to people. And I have like a food blog coaching program. So I'm connected with a few other bloggers that really enjoy like the supportive community. And I've met a lot of people in my last three years of doing this. But there are also Facebook groups. I know there's like Food Blogger Central, which is a very helpful place for food blog tips and questions and all of that stuff. But yeah, Instagram has been where I've mm. had most success in finding my food blog friends. And then I also went to a conference last year in Chicago and I was able to meet a few people in person there as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. In person is so huge. You can make connections over the internet and social media But there's just something about seeing someone in real life who does what you do, right? And it's kind of cool. Like conferences I've been been to with a lot of food bloggers, it's really cool to look around the room and just see all these people do the same thing I do. And at home, in reality, I feel so isolated. Like nobody understands what I do. But when you're together in person, it just there's so much magic there, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. Because, you know, when you're going through your daily life and meeting people and telling them that you're a food blogger, like the questions I get a lot are, when are you going to open your bakery? And, oh, "Oh, you're just, you just have the food blog. And it's like, well, I I don't really want to open a bakery. And yes, I have the food blog, but it's a lot. And like, a lot of people just don't understand it because it's so new. Right. Like bakery, they understand. They, Mm -hmm. people can wrap their head around that and like cookbook author Mm -hmm. but yeah it's very new 
And I feel like, when are people going to know? (laughs) Nobody knows. I've been doing this for so long that in my mind, I'm thinking, someone's got to understand this, right? And yeah, yeah, it just keeps going. Like nobody really gets it yet, yet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully soon. (laughs) Hopefully soon. Yes. Okay. We've kind of talked through a lot about just like encouragement and mindset and logistics with business and things to build your confidence as you're moving through this, connecting with people. Is there anything we're forgetting, Kayla, that you want to mention before we start saying goodbye? So when I was getting started, I was learning a lot through podcasts like this eBlog Talk. I listened to that all from the beginning and it was super helpful, as well as the Food Blogger Pro podcast. I learned a lot from that as well. And then the Top Hat Ranks SEO for Bloggers. Those are like my top free resources that I always recommend to people when they're getting started with food blogging. Yeah. And they're free. (laughs) They're free. Anyone can listen and learn. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty much where I learned all of like everything that I know about SEO and starting a food blog. And I also took cooking with keywords for keyword research that I found very helpful. Yeah. I've heard many good things about that. Just getting a handle on SEO and how to how to do that keyword research effectively. And then once you got into that, like, okay, you did, you consumed all of the free stuff. Are there any other paid resources that you found extremely helpful? Yeah, I had an audit with Casey Marquis the month after I got on Mediavine. And I found that really helpful, just learning more about SEO and like the technical aspects of blogging. And so I've applied a lot of that to my own personal coaching for food bloggers. Yeah, there's, I think in the like Food Blogger Central that you mentioned, like, or wherever you go for your information, there's a lot of people you can lean on, just like no trust, you know, find those people you can trust and then Mm -hmm. ask around. But I think what you said is great. Like start with those free podcast episodes that are there for everyone to learn from. So many great experts to learn from and the top hat rank webinars too. So, all right. Well, thank you, Kayla. This is amazing. I think this will be helpful for people going into full-time blogging, but also just a good reminder for the rest of us. Maybe we've forgotten one of these little things we talked about to go back and like get your LLC in order or your bank account or whatever. So thank you. I think this is super valuable information. Yeah, of course. And I'm always happy to help. I know there's a ton of resources out there nowadays and it's hard to sift through them and figure out what you really need to do and what will help move the needle forward. So I'm always here if you ever want to reach out. Awesome. And we'll get to your info in just a bit, but I was going to ask you first, do you have either a favorite quote or words of inspiration to leave us with? Yeah, I have two if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so they're sort of similar but very different styles. The first one is from a book that I read recently called Emotional Agility by Susan David. And it is, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is fear walking. I love that. That's so good. And then my next one. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I when I read it, I it stuck with me. And I was like, that is so mm. true. <laughs> My next one is actually from Ted Lasso. Um, I just started <laughs> watching it recently, and this was from, like I think, the pilot episode. But it's taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse, isn't it? If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. Ooh, 
Those I've never ridden a horse, but, I've, but you I can imagine, imagine. It's not very comfortable. <laughs> or being at the bottom of an ocean and taking your mask off, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Those are both so good and tie in so well. <laughs> okay, so we'll put together show notes page for you, Kayla. If anyone wants to go look at those, you can go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash broken oven baking. Tell everyone where they can find you, Kayla. Yeah, so I'm on. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the socials at Broken Oven Baking. And then I also have, I, I do one-on-one personalized coaching calls for food bloggers. And I also have a full three-month coaching program that there's a wait list for that you can sign up at coaching.brokenovenbaking.com. I also offer a free email newsletter where I share weekly blogging tips. You can also sign up at the bottom of that coaching.brokenovenbaking.com page. But if you have any questions or want to reach out, feel free to DM me on Instagram or email me, Kayla at brokenovenbaking.com. Awesome. Everyone go check that out. And thank you again, Kayla, so much for being here. And thank you for listening at Food Bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eat Blog Talk. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you posted it to your social media feed and stories. I will see you next time.